if you're a parent out there and you had children and you were like, oh my gosh, my adventurous life has stopped. Um, you're going to love today's interview because I talked to Annika and Annika is just this badass, adventurous mom in Canada. And she is just inspiring, encouraging. She even created an app that has kid-friendly hikes all over the U.S. and Canada. And just I just had so much fun talking with her. And I feel like I'm kind of at the phase where my kids are older and able to do more things and faster than me sometimes. Um, but our conversation really took me back to that time when my children were babies and toddlers. And I was like, what? What is this? Um, and so anyway, if you're kind of at that phase in life where maybe you have young children or grandchildren, or maybe you're a caregiver or a nanny or, or you're really involved in your local outdoor community and you want to help encourage and support parents out there getting outside with their children, you're going to love our conversation. And Annika is speaking at our upcoming summit. Our summit is going to be held May 8th through the 12th. So we added another day to the summit. Um, and it's going to be virtual. So you will be able to register for our summit and then join in the conversation. And it's basically four days of a really amazing uh, presentations and conversations with uh, incredible women all over the world who are doing things in the outdoor, the adventure travel space and the wellness space. And so if you want to learn more about our summit and how you can get a ticket and how you can join us for this event, uh, head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com. But for now, enjoy my conversation with Annika. I'm imagining you were very adventurous before you had children. And now as a mom, that didn't stop you or slow you down or did it? Uh, tell me, tell me about that transition into parenthood without giving up your adventurous identity. Yeah, I think I was a, a person who never thought that I would have to give it up. And I just knew that I was still going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think that after I had my first daughter and trying to push through and do it all, it was really great. And I'm so glad that we took them and we would go on these hikes and we did these backcountry trips. But it was also like very exhausting. <laughs> And after, um, and then having kind of a year and a half of kind of doing it all with her, we even moved and lived in Copenhagen for a while. When I had my second, um, 19 months after my first was born, I was actually happy to relax a little bit more. I took about six weeks before doing much and then got into slowly adventuring with them again. And I think it was, you know, I think I needed to go through the process of I was really didn't want to lose myself. And I think you do change after having kids. And I think you just can't get around that. And I tried to really hold on to who I was. And instead of being moving forward and saying, you know what, it's, I'm going to embrace this new being in my life. And we're going to still do all these adventures and maybe even some really epic ones because that fuels my soul. Yeah, But it's also okay to slow down a bit sometimes too. And I think I like the balance that I created after having my second and then now even moving forward. That doesn't mean we don't do, still do really big adventures because we still do, but it is just also relaxing in those nice moments as well. I think the thing I struggled with with parenthood was I used to just be a go fast girl. Like how fast can I get down the trail? How fast can I get down the mountain? Like how fast can I do this adventure and very spontaneous, like load up the car and go. And 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 I found that once I had kids, I really couldn't be as spontaneous as before. And um, 
I had to accept the fact that a lot of times we would go on a hike and not even lose sight of the trailhead. And that was so frustrating to, to, to just be like, ah, can't you just walk down the trail instead of this way and that way and that way? And why do we have to look at this ladybug and all the things? Um, but I, you can like embrace that. I think the more you can enjoy it because you can still do those things. But I remember our first hike with our first daughter she had mm-hmm. 10 blowouts, like two oh. before we even hit the trail, then along the trail. And it just was like, I just remember thinking, is this what we, our hikes are like? <laughs> so we had a lot of, but then we had ones where that didn't happen and it went smoothly. But it's like realizing that some are just, yeah, it's just, you don't have any control and you have to give up that control and then you enjoy it more, I think. <laughs> the hikes with kids are just shitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I laugh at our first uh, backcountry with our youngest. It was great, like, but of course, I want to t- tackle something really hard, and so we tackled a really hard backcountry, and I probably like wasn't that smart. Like, I recommend now do something easy to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we all ended up getting. We hiked with some other family, like one other family, and then some friends that didn't have kids, and we all got stomach sick. So, so the whole hike down, I was shaking and vomiting with my daughter on our back. Eventually, I was shaking so hard, I couldn't move. <laughs> This is like not great for first parents. It isn't, doesn't have to be this bad. It was so bad that um, my husband ended up carrying his pack and our baby because I couldn't, every step I take, it was just too much for my body because I was breastfeeding too and I just hadn't slept. So he had to carry it all down. Anyways, that's not a great story to encourage people. (laughs) But yeah, it was intense. So it starts small and but we did have it well planned like we still had our emergency devices there's so many people that hike that trail like while it was a difficult trail there's so many people that do day hikes or back countries there and mm-hmm. so we knew that i mean we passed so many people and they kept saying to me they didn't know i was throwing up but like oh wow great job and in my head all i could think of was this is the stupidest <laughs> idea i've ever had <laughs> and, but here's what's cool about that story you didn't let that just uh, kind of traumatic experience stop you. I think a lot of people would have been like, nope, this is not, no more, no more. Like that one incident could, could sour their whole adventurous future. But you were like, ah, okay, that's a good story. Let's move <laughs> on. Yeah. Sometimes I think I'm a glutton, like I love type two fun. <laughs> but I think it really is. It like levels up. Like now when I don't go with my kids, I mean, my kids are older now and because we've done everything we've done, they're pretty easy. They're they're super fun to go and adventure with now. And it's like actually incredible. And so that's kind of the benefit of starting when they're young and doing different things is that now I have these two girls that actually love going with me and they call, I call them my little adventure buddies. And sometimes they kind of push me even more and they see, I'm worried they're going to get fitter than me. <laughs> coming up here um but i i yeah so i think that's like an incredible thing but it it is something where even if it's a small adventure and you're doing a two kilometer no elevation trail to just and it goes horribly wrong and you know to still go again and but start small and then build up but yeah yeah my kids are i have two boys they're 10 and 12 and they are surpassing me like my 12 year old is just gone, especially when we're mountain biking. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to walk up this hill and um, I'll see you at the trailhead. So that transition, it's a, it's a weird one because we go from 
going so slow because of our children to all of a sudden we're the slow ones. Yeah, my daughter keeps looking at like ultra runs that we can do as a team, as a family. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not a big runner, um, but I try to, I'm trying to run and I'm trying yeah. to trail run and I do love trail running. Um, but I'm just realizing how much I have to try to stay fit so that I can make sure that I can run with them on these teams that they want to do in a couple of years <laughs> and put in. <laughs> Yeah. So, but I've always kind of, even with the running, cause my husband, he's an ultra runner and he's really good and he's always loved it. And he grew up with a dad who he was only allowed to bike while his dad ran until he became old enough to be able to run. So it was a privilege. And that's kind of similar to our kids. And I always talk like running's great. Like it's a fun. And so mm-hmm. our kids are believing that now too. And I just think it's kind of incredible what we can teach our kids with the mindset. And so I'm trying to hold that, even though sometimes I'm like, oh, this is so hard. <laughs> Not <a> good runner. <laughs> That's a really good point about how our attitude about a certain activity can really affect our children and maybe even like down the generational line too. Totally. Yeah, it's incredible. Like just seeing the impact my husband's dad had on him and then just hoping we can translate that to our kids um even just talking about hard things like I remember one time someone asked our daughter we did a backcountry this summer and they said how was it and my daughter said it was hard but then the adult took it as oh that's a bad thing and was like oh well you know kind of trying to say something but my daughter was like well she was kind of confused she's like well it's hard but like I had a lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you know, so I think it's like knowing that like things can be hard, but we can still like enjoy it and we can still kind of have fun doing hard things. And so it's kind of a reframing of what does that mean for us? Having fun doing hard things. Yeah. Why not? Right. It's exactly. the whole transition from, oh, it's a cold, snowy day to it's a beautiful snowy day or it's gross uh, and raining outside to it's a beautiful rainy day. It's just a just a little shift in how we think and how we speak. It's so yeah, powerful. Exactly. And seeing like what we can do in those moments too. It's like, okay, this hike was hard, but like we got to do a really cool ladder that then took us down to an amazing beach where we got to camp. Like you can't do and create those experiences without doing those hard things. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. That is so powerful. Um, you do everything with your kids. Like literally everything. Your Instagram is beautiful. Every time I'm on it, I'm like, oh, maybe I should try snowboarding again. Uh, you know, but you know, the skier and well, you not like with your kids, so that's amazing. And you <laughs> with your kids, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, how and you you mentioned a really big uh backcountry trip with your family last year. How do you plan and prepare all of these adventures? Are you super or duper organized or or like <laughs> I'm curious your planning process. So I wish I was an incredibly organized person. I think I have organized chaos in my life. Um, But three years ago, we did a really challenging backcountry trip. It's one of the, and it's actually what I'll talk about as well. um, And it's called the West Coast Trail. So it's one of the most famous backcountry trails in Canada. You're technically not allowed to take kids who are six and under on the trail. Um, I've heard there's very, very rarely that yeah young kids are on it, um, but we took yeah. our six and eight year old at the time on it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a huge deal for us. You have to enter a lottery and get in. Um, and anyways, so with that, we found out we got in. <laughs> yes. Which, I actually didn't expect us to get in the first time. I was like, oh, yeah, because it's actually so hard. So I was like, oh, we're not going to get Guess we're going. <laughs> so anyway, so then we were going um, and we spent six months planning for that trip. Wow. Because usually people do that trail in six or seven days. But because we were going with young kids, we wanted to do it in around 10. And there's like mm-hmm. a midway place you can stay. Um, but yeah, it took us, we took six months to plan where we would practicing what we could pack. We don't have all the lightweight gear I would wish and I would love if we could have this amazing expensive gear, but we just can't afford it. And so we do with what we can and we buy the things, you know, slowly. So we built up some things, but there's other things we just don't do. Uh, And so we created a full on packing list for that trip um, and documented everything. Actually, it's available for download on our website, but um, okay. But we use that every year now. So like the next year, we did another challenging trail, not as hard as that one. And then the last year, same thing. Like we did a pretty big um, hike on the coast and we used that. So it's kind of a really great basis because now it doesn't take us that long to pack anymore because we have our list (laughs) that we go off of. And food lists. Like I find food, planning the food was the hardest and it adds so much weight. And our kids can't carry that much and we could maybe like get them to carry a little bit more like they do carry some but we find they hike better if there's not a ton of weight on their backs too especially for the challenging ones yeah and we want them to have a lot of fun out there and they're not going to have a lot of fun if they're burdened with all the family food and you know yeah I don't want the fun meter to be in the red I want it to be in the green yeah And I know then my pack ends up being like ridiculously heavy, um, <laughs> but I don't mind because all I, I mean, my mindset's changed a lot. I think I used to cl- complain in my head a lot more on adventures before mm-hmm. kids. And I think now all I think of is, oh, I'm like, get to do this with my family and I get to get a workout. And I, I find with kids, I find it hard to take the time for myself to work out. But here I get this like full 10 days of just like rigorous work. <laughs> it's a 10 day body boot camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although hopefully I, I last year I think I was like, oh gosh, I need to make sure I do a little more before. <laughs> it's hitting me a little harder. <laughs> yeah. I it's hard. It's hard to train for hiking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, you're speaking at our summit. And I'm really excited about your presentation. Can you give us a little teaser, like a little sneak peek into the topic and then tell us kind of why this is an important topic for you? Yeah, so I'm going to go and I'm going to talk about the West Coast Trail, um, which is the hike I kind of just mentioned that we did with our six and eight year old. I'm going to touch on it from a family experience and going in case there's any families that want to go, whether with younger kids or older kids. But also I wanted to share it because even if you don't have a family, this is such a worthwhile trail to go on and to experience in your life. Like people from all over the world want to hike this trail. It's a stunning trail. It's absolutely incredible with so much, um, so many amazing features like waterfalls nonstop, all beach camping, um, stunning forest trails, caves. It's just an incredible trail. And so I just thought this would be such a great way to one, showcase it for families that are crazy and want to tackle it, but also just for women who are looking for a really fun adventure. 
That's so cool. You're going to talk me into another trail. Yes. This is like a put on your list trail. It's amazing. (laughs) Oh, so cool. So cool. Um, Where can we find you online and where can we follow along on all the adventures that your family is taking? Yeah. So we're just at Born to be Adventurous on all the social media platforms. So Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and then we have a website, borntobeadventurous.com. And then I also have another business that I co-founded with Jessica Sprout, which is Trail Collective without an E. Um, And it's at Trail Collective on all the social media platforms and trailcollective.com. And that is a hiking app dedicated for families. Tell me more about this. I don't think I knew about this. Oh, yeah. So it's a hiking app for families that spans across North America. Um, We will at some point open it beyond, but we are starting kind of more North America. Um, Yeah. And you can find trails for your family on there by just searching by location park. Um, And we have dedicated information for families, like whether it's all-terrain, stroller accessible, the terrain features. We really try to focus on like if there's a playground on site or if there's a really cool place to throw rocks with your family. Um, Yeah, and then we're hoping to expand on that just to make it even better and more um, accessible for families just to find their trails. Oh, we also have a five-point rating system, which I think is helpful. So... We have easiest, easy, moderate, hard, and hardest hikes. So the really great toddler wanders um, are the easiest ones. So they're usually two kilometers and under with no minimal elevation as well. So what a fantastic resource. How did you get the idea to, to, it's like a user-friendly, family-friendly version of all trails. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I've wanted to do this since 2015. (laughs) Yeah. Apps are like impossible to do. And so I started a website and shared trails there. I wrote my hiking guidebook for families that I published mm-hmm. that has trails around Hanmore, Banff, and Kananaskis area. Mm-hmm. And then I had families reach out about wanting trails around Edmonton, around um, Saskatchewan. And mm-hmm. instead of writing a book, I decided can I make this happen and can I make this work? And through support that I've received here through an organization called Cultivator and then also through government grants, we've been able to build something that we're proud of and we want to still expand on. Right now, it's kind of the early stages. So we do, like people get a 14-day free trial and then we're charging for it to help Mm -hmm. us build up and just be able to kind of maintain it and grow it um, before we're ready to kind of expand it all kind of even more so but we have trails primarily in western canada and then in hot spots around the state so like utah some in california and we're always looking for trail contributors and you can use the app for free forever (laughs) especially right now as a trail so um yeah so we're just excited about it and it's a project that has been a labor of love that we're so excited about what a Here's here's what is so cool about that is you're giving back. It's not, you know, you recognize what the outdoors has done for you and your family. And you're not like, you're not the consumer, you're, you're the giver. And that's really, that's really cool. So thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, I, it's, I'm, I'm so happy I've gone for it. It's been, yeah, very challenging, but 
I don't know. I just know how hard it was for me to find trails when my kids were younger and just to know what I, we could go on and what would be easy. And even just knowing information, like, is there cliffs? And while I would still take my young kids on trails with cliffs, if I was going by myself or maybe with someone I wasn't feel comfortable with, it was really nice to know and try to avoid a trail with cliffs because I wouldn't want to have to manage that. And I'd want us to have a more easy kind of easy even on my mental <laughs> capacities oh. so that I don't have to manage and worry about them, you know, walking off the cliff or something like that. But just kind of knowing those details or, okay, we can do this trail, but there's this really cool playground as well. Or like this one trail someone added, it's a really short two kilometer trail to this amazing waterfall. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. But then at the end, there's a spray park. And you just what? don't know about those things. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> kind of cool. It's like, oh, you can go and enjoy this beautiful waterfall. And then you can have a picnic at the spray park. And it's just like this full fun adventure of a day. Um, so I, and you just don't learn about those kind of things on other platforms or places because they're more, they're for a different kind of group of people, you know? And so we really want to make it more for families and even just know, yeah, like right after there's this amazing ice cream shop go check it out <laughs> have your ice cream I think about I think that's our adventures maybe that's I'm building it for myself like we like to do something with our kids but then we like to end with either beer and fries or ice cream or you know taking the kids to a place you know like a playground or something or a really good pizza place pizza yep yep definitely yeah. pizza Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All the- <laughs> I don't know about you, but now I feel like I really need to go plan a really big adventure for my family. But I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Annika. Uh, to learn more about her, to learn more about our summit, head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com. Tickets are are available. Um, and if you'd like to join us for this a virtual conference, it is going to be amazing. And um, we would love to have you. So uh, head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com and learn more. Thanks so much. Catch you next time.